Okay, we're back, we're back. We had some technical difficulties. So going on, today the markets are up. They were down over 300 points. All the indexes were down. The Dow was down over 300 points. It's up now, you know, closed up over 370. And so they say in CNBC that the markets uh, turned positive after CNBC's David Farber reported that a group of banks would deposit $30 billion in First Republic. How did, how did CNBC know about it first? Is this an inside deal here? And who gives a fuck about First Republic? How about all the other banks? So this is just the beginning. And again, how about the plunge protection team? You think they came in? Also boosting the markets was the announcement by Credit Suisse overnight that it will borrow up to $54 billion from Swiss National Bank. Hey, the banks could borrow anything. They're better than anybody. Hey, you got Jamie Dimon who makes $35 million a year. Hey, oh, we bailed them out. You forgot? You forgot the Federal Reserve dumped in $29 trillion to bail out the banksters when the panic of 08 hit? Oh, no, that's not my number. That's from the Levy Institute of Bard College. What a bunch of crap. They're bailing out all the bigs, all the riches as everybody else goes down. You lose your job, you lose your house, you lose your car. Who could give a shit? Hey, but we got to bail out the banks and the rich people that gambled on the banksters. I said this going on for years. Why would you keep a lot of your money in the bank when they're giving you back nothing on it and making money on you? So, Gold prices went down a bit today, but they're still up. This is the beginning of the death of the dollar. Because now with this calamity going on, next week is going to be important how much the Fed raises interest rates. If they only raise them 25 basis points, the, the fake market's going to keep going up. And guess what? So too will gold. They're going to lower these interest rates, we said, before the 2024 elections. That's going to be the death of the dollar because the dollar is only strong because they keep raising interest rates. You got a $37 trillion debt and a crisis unraveling in front of us, all detailed in your Trends Journal, why it's happening, what's next, and what you might want to do. We do not give financial advice. We give the trend forecasts. Market turmoil and threat of Credit Suisse collapse as fallout from SVB demise spreads. Yep. One after another, Credit Suisse slump renews fears of a global banking crisis. You got it. This is just the beginning. Yep. And Bullshit Biden. In the summer of 2000, in the summer day in 2019, when he signed legislation regulating the banks, what was this? No, I can't see the date. 2010, when he signed. Oh, here we go. On that summer day of 2010, this is from the. New York Times, when he signed new legislations regulating banks after the worst financial crisis in generations, President Barack Obama declared, quote, 
there will be no more tax-funded bailouts, period. Yeah. Liar, liar, pants are on fire. The lying Obama, folks, always folks, folks, always folking us. The lying Obama, the warmongering president, quoted in the book Double Down, I'm really good at killing people, gave you the Libyan war, the Afghan war, kept ramping up, kept ramping up the Afghan war, gave you the Libyan war, gave you the Syrian war, ramped up the Afghan war with the uh, troop surge, kept the Iraq war going. He said he was going to end it. Yeah, that Obama. Yep. Period. You got a period. Maybe you do. I'm not sure. I look at you. I'm not sure. Maybe you do get periods. Policymakers peril. Populist backlash. Biden tries to cast bank closure as effort to punish executives while protecting the economy. Yep. Now that the FDIC has suffered deposits in SVB and Signature, that they will get all their money back and it'll be hard not to extend that guarantee to everyone. A potentially costly proposition, said Thomas Honig, who was vice president or vice chairman of the FDIC in 2012 to 2018. If you bail out some of these depositors, you are going to have to explain yourself if you don't bail out others. That train has left the station, he said. This is terrible, and the worst is yet to come. Oh, here's something interesting from today's Wall Street Journal. U.S. economy shows signs of cooling. Blow me away. Would have never known. Of course it's cooling. We said this. The interest rates go up. It takes time for the impact to hit. And now the impact's hitting. So even when they raise them 25 basis points, if that's all they raise them next week, it's going to keep going down. So when you look at it, uh, overall retail purchases decreased 0.1%. Um, spending also eased last month on interest rate sensitive items such as vehicles and furniture, excluding often volatile oil, auto sales, overall retail Purchases decreased 0.1% in February. No, they didn't. They decreased more than that because the retail sales aren't adjusted for inflation. So if you had inflation at 6%, that's right. It went down a lot harder and it's going to go down a lot more harder. But on the good news, Pfizer agrees to buy Seagram for $43 billion. All that dough they made with the COVID jab. Merger creates first freight rail network linking North America. Federal regulator is approved. A merger between Canadian Pacific Railway and Kansas City Southern, $28 billion. Apollo to acquire chemical company, Univar. That's only $8.1 billion. Why are we saying this? The bigs are getting bigger that's all they're concerned about, and that's all they bail out. As this economy goes down, more and more small businesses go out. The bigs will keep buying up more, buying up more real estate, buying up homes, renting them out. 
The bigs are taking over the world. And you only can bail out the bigs, nobody else. Okay, what else? Oh, Pentagon releases video of doomed drone chased by Russian jet. And the uh, U.S. Department of Defense accused pilots of recklessly flying over the Black Sea. Huh. You mean they're saying that <coughs> the Russians shot down an American drone over the Black Sea. What's an American drone doing over the Black Sea? And they're saying these drones are going into Ukraine because that's where the Black Sea is. How about if it were read Moscow releases video of American planes shooting down a Russian drone over the Gulf of Mexico. Wouldn't that be fine? Could you imagine? Every, yeah, what right do they have to be over here? We could only go everywhere. They can't go there. You think I'm kidding? Chinese naval base in Africa, a threat to U.S. The head of the U.S. Central Command, General Michael Langley, has insisted that China cannot be allowed to open a naval base <laughs> in Africa. But he emphasized that a West African naval base facility would place China, quote, in an advantage over the U.S. The United States has over 700 military bases in over 80 countries. China has a handful. Who the hell is the United States to tell China what they could do in Africa? Just like Israel and the United States are screaming because an Iranian destroyer or whatever was down in uh, Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Only America has the right to be hegemony. Hegemony in war and hegemony in the economy. And that hegemony in both ends are ending. The death of the dollar is on the doorstep. It's coming near you. And remember, hit that subscribe button. Get these numbers up. Should be way higher. We're giving you what nobody else is. What else we got here? Pentagon refocuses spending on weapons to deter China. Now, who's that from? Um, hmm. Wall Street Journal. Spending more money to deter China? Hey, Pentagon, you couldn't win the Iraq war. You lost the Afghan war. You lost the Vietnam War. You haven't won a war since World War II. You're going to touch China? No, but we're going to steal more of your money to give to the military-industrial complex as 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and homeless are filling up the streets. But don't get angry. Bend over and swallow their crap. So they had this, uh, uh, the farmers are protesting over there in Holland. The, the Dutch, they had a Dutch election because they wanted to do away with their farms for climate change. And the, the farmers won an election that they, their, their party, the political party, they came from nowhere and went somewhere. That's one of our top trends for 2023. We warned about this anti-establishment movements going on around the globe. They had enough of the crap of those in power. Yep. 
victories impoverishments across the nation of nearly 18 million for a party whose leader is only blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. They predicted to win 15 seats of 75. Came from nowhere. And they also had a, um, in France, they've been protesting week after week after week, week after week after week, day after day, about raising the retirement age. So today, Francis Macron risks his government to raise retirement age. French President Emmanuel Macron, the little garçon, a little boy, probably with a pecker that thick and a pair of balls that small, a little arrogant nothing of a clown boy, a Rothschild's, yep, a Rothschild's boy, came from that, you know, worked in that group. French President Emmanuel Macron ordered his prime minister to wield a special constitutional power on Thursday, today, that skirts parliament to force through a highly unpopular bill raising the retirement age from 62 to 40, 64, without a vote. Yeah. Isn't democracy great? Isn't democracy wonderful that we have these little clowns the presidents of the United States, you name them, one little shithead after another, giving executive orders. Oh, yeah. You remember Trump's executive order? You forgot it? Friday the 13th, Black Friday, 2020, March. National emergency. We're fighting the COVID war. One executive order after another. One president after another giving these executive orders. And then these fucking bastards attack other countries because they don't have freedom and democracy. As I keep saying, I would say it to Trump. I would say it to Biden. I'd say it to Obama. I'd say it to Bush. I'd say it to Clinton. I'd say it to Macron. I'd say it to every one of these politicians. From president down to mayor, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? And that's what the people better stand up and start fighting for. Because they, we are on the cusp of annihilation. And remember, when all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what's on the doorstep because this economy is going down big. We got a lot more to talk about what you should hear. EPA proposes rules to limit forever chemicals in water. Yeah, no shit. They're killing us in a million fucking different ways. Are you worried about climate change? Oh, boy, COVID, COVID. Now that was big. We care about that. But the chemical companies could keep killing us. You can't go swimming in the River. The PCBs are all over the place over here. Oh, General Electric. You know, oh, you mean a General Electric that's not a big defense contractor that poisoned the fucking Hudson River? Oh, yeah, but they're okay. Oh, matter of fact, if they get in trouble, we should bail them out. Yeah. You want to know why America's gone down so low? This is out of the Wall Street Journal. Look at that. A shit sandwich. The American diet has a sandwich problem. A humble sandwich is the saboteur of the American diet, they go on to say. 
And then you read this thing. Americans eat so much of their meals not sitting down at a table. They're eating in their cars or at their desks. So sandwiches are easy, says Erica Keeney, assistant professor of public health nutrition at Harvard T.H. Khan School of Public Health. Once upon a time, people used to sit down and enjoy eating. You can't enjoy your food and really taste it if you're on the computer driving and I watch people walk up and down the street eating a slice of pizza, drinking a Coke or walking and drinking. Look how low it's gone. Look how low society has gone. Eating shit, swallowing shit, and doing what the shitheads tell you. You listen to shit news, you obey shithead politicians, you eat shit food. And what do they do? They poison us in a thousand different ways because the slimy politicians get paid off let the bigs do anything they want because politicians never work a day in their life. All they do is suck off the public tit and you could buy them out really cheaply. That's right. Yeah. You buy them out. Keep buying them out. Give them a couple of, yeah, because they never work a day in their life, but then they become rich later on. What else? Ah, Chinese condemns Japanese plan to release Fukushima water. It's fine. Dump that poison shit in the water. It's fine. It'll be okay. Our, our public health official says so. <laughs> Big story in here in the New York Times. Let's read this thing. In pushing frontiers, AI startup sets its sights on reasoning. The system will up the ante of Silicon's race to embrace artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. There's no such thing that's the oxymoron. And only the morons would believe it. Intelligence comes from the heart, the soul, the spirit, and the knowledge of the human being to learn. They sucked it. Look at the little geek freaks. Look how they dress. Look what they look like. Artificial music. Artificial intelligence. People eat artificial food with artificial flavors, artificial colors. It's all artificial. The government's artificial. The economy's artificial. Again, as I say, they misspelt it in the, in the King James Bible. They said the meek shall inherit the earth. The geeks have inherited the earth. This has to turn around. We need a renaissance. And we're doing everything we can to give it to you. We give you hard facts in a magazine, not uh, chat GPT. There's no journalism anymore. Very few of us. So we're giving you, you're not getting anywhere else. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, Tune in yesterday, Salenti and the Judge. It's a real powerful one with Judge Andrew Napolitano. And spread the word of the Trends Journal. And if you want to know history before it happens, 
Again, you look, go back. We warned about March Madness in February that it would happen. One after another. Do we get it right all the time? Of course not. We're human beings. But most of the time when we get it wrong is because they come up with a new game to change the game. Like a thing called quantitative easing and negative and zero interest rate policy and on and on and on. It's a crime syndicate. So you never know what the criminals are going to do. Thanks for tuning in and see you soon. Get the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.